0: Hi, everybody. I'm Sess Busby, editor of Flying Solo. Welcome to our weekly podcast where we step inside the minds and lives of soloists and small business owners. Today's guest is Simone Molasses, author of The Joy of Business and Getting Yourself Out of Debt Joyfully. Simone's a self made millionaire. She runs several successful businesses and has helped grow access consciousness to a global phenomenon. Simone's passionate about helping people free themselves from negativity and limitations and she joins me today to share a little advice and some of her recent business journey. Simone, so awesome to have you on the show today. Thank
1: you for joining me. Oh, thank you for asking me, Sis.
0: Now, I am very keen to know as so many businesses were kind of falling to their knees because of the 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 pandemic, you made the very brave choice to open a new venture. What was the, the impetus for that?
1: <laughs> I did, actually, yes. Um, so one of the businesses I have, I have quite a few, is an antique shop in Brisbane, two of them, the Antique Guild. And I live in Pridgian Beach in Sunshine Coast, and I always run into our village, you know, moving my body. And it's it's really small, and it's a fabulous little village. I really like it. And there was this position that came up that was like over a hundred square meters and it was available in July, 2020. So we went, Oh, should we open up another antique shop up here when we have no idea what everything is looking like? But I asked and I got a yes. So we did. We actually opened the doors on the 20th of August, 2020. We have not even had the chance to have Victorian or New South Wales, uh, clients up there yet. We've just been relying on Queenslanders. So yeah, it has been an interesting little journey with that.
0: It's crazy, huh? Like you, you don't ever think these kind of possibilities will happen. It's quite extraordinary to me as well that you saw there was this chance and you decided to take the leap when so many people would actually hesitate and go, there's there's too many problems for me to imagine actually doing that. What allowed you to have that business bravery?
1: I think you're correct, Sess. I think a lot of people look at the I can't because, like I can't because, I can't because, and I have this big long list. Whereas I'm, I mean, I guess because I live in Bridgem Beach as well and I truly love the village. I think it's an amazing little place. It's sort of like a best kept secret, I think, you know, because everyone goes to Noosa. So, but the village is getting bigger and the the shops just go. If something comes up, it just goes. So that's when I went, if I let this go, I know someone's still going to take it as well. And it was such a good position and space, like the size of it. So we looked at it and went, okay, to tell you the truth, I sat outside on this chair and I spoke to one of my colleagues in Texas and I was talking and he said, what's the worst possible thing that can happen? And I went, it's a tax deduction. (laughs) So (laughs) so I went, okay, and I went, let's go. Let's see what we can do and let's build our online business. So that was something that we, you know, put a bit of energy in is to our Instagram, et cetera, to make sure that we could get clients from just outside of Queensland.
0: Yeah, because that would also have been difficult, I imagine, a lot of people you take, you know, those antiquing trips where they go interstate and they think, oh, I'm going to find a a lovely little bargain if I go up to Queensland compared to shopping in Woolara. (laughs) Yeah. You You,
1: wouldn't have had that. (laughs) But do you know what? One of the things I realised is, because I also own like a, you know, it's a five bedroom luxury home here that we rent out, right? It's a holiday let. And the majority of our clients are always from Melbourne and Sydney. So, of course, we've had massive amounts of cancellations throughout the last two years, and we are relying on Queenslanders. And, and then with the shop, and I realized how often we try and conclude something and we go, oh, people come up here on holidays and they're the ones that have money, okay? They're the ones that are going to spend. And can I tell you, we, I've been very pleasantly surprised that I'm like, there is definitely people in Queensland who have money and like to shop. Like, I think the first couple of weeks we were open, our Brisbane shops went, I can't believe it. We've been trying to get some of those customers into our shop for the last 10 years. And the first few weeks, they just walk on into your shop. And it was like, yep, because we're in the Sunshine Coast, you know, something different. So I really do think that this, this opportunity during this time is to not go to like, you've already concluded what something looks like. It's really being question. it's like, well, what else is possible here? Like we really need to start asking questions and and look at that there are greater possibilities available
0: so how do you quiet that negative voice then that might be inside your head?
1: i'm gonna and it sounds so cheesy, but I'm gonna say you need to choose it and you need to stop buying everybody else's point of because. I mean, I was just talking to a friend this morning about sometimes I wake up and I listen to the news and I'm like, really? Is this still going on? It's like, what are you going to choose today? Like no matter what is happening around you, I work with Access Consciousness. That's one of the main businesses that I have is like asking questions about what would it take for today to be greater than yesterday? It's a simple question. But when you wake up with those questions in your world, then you create a different world than what the rest of society is is projecting at you. I'm not saying to be ignorant of what's going on at all. Be aware of it. But is your life okay today? And what action can you take that's going to create something greater? So it really is up to you. Like you can listen to the trauma and drama, you can buy into all of that and go, oh my God, my life is, you know, blah blah blah. Like in going into this what you can't, like I said before. Or you can go, you know what, I'm gonna actually choose something different today and I'm going to have something greater. And there's been a lot of businesses up here that chose that some sort of went, oh my God, because your business doesn't look like it did two years ago. That's sort of like almost a given. And yet some of them, like there's this, I don't know, can I give you an example of this, uh, some young guys, it's a restaurant up here and the three guys who own it, um, they were in MasterChef years ago, beautiful restaurant, great restaurant. But what they did when everything was shut down, uh, they pretty much laid off all their staff who got the grants from the government, right? So they were actually taken care of. And the three guys got in their kitchen and cooked sauces. And if you didn't know some young guys existed before, you did during all the lockdown and everything like that, because they ended up selling their sauces to, you know, the local seafood places, the local butchers and, and at the markets, the farmer's market. So everybody had their sauces. And then on a Friday night, they'd say, okay, we have chicken curry. So you'd ring up and say, I want four, you know, chicken curry. So you do the drive-by and you just have one dish available <laughs> and you'd buy that one dish. But everybody knew who they were. They've ended up moving to a bigger premises. So to me, they really took what was going on and went, okay, how are we going to make ourselves better by our choices?
0: Yeah, because no matter how negative something might be, there is always the possibility of an opportunity, isn't there?
1: Always. I mean, history will tell you that. So it's like, what are you going to choose today? Yeah. And you mentioned Access
0: Consciousness. Um, Can you tell me a little bit about about that? You're a facilitator and you also have helped grow the business
1: massively from what I've heard. Yeah, I have. Uh, I've been working with Access Consciousness for about 21 years. And when I started out, we were in four countries and now we're in 176 countries and have thousands and thousands of facilitators around the world. So yes, I've been a major player in, in expanding that business. I wrote a book called Joe business because I think business is really fun and joyful. And I realized that that is a little bit of an anomaly for for most. (laughs) And for me, it was like, you know, being in business is so malleable and you can create whatever it is you desire. So When I came across Access Consciousness, I was like, oh my goodness, these guys like have the tools and the, you know, the way of, of way to choose something different in life for any area of your life that you think is not working for you. So for me, I was initially attracted to the business side of things, but I mean, I do classes on relationships, everything now. So it's, yeah, it's about changing any area of your life that you think is not working for you.
0: Is there much idea of manifestation involved or it is about doing the hard work?
1: Look, I I don't think anything has to be hard work. I think it's more about being aware and choosing. So, which sometimes is the piece that people make really hard because they tend to be really comfortable with their limitations rather than stepping outside of their limitations and saying, okay, new day. I'm not going to buy into that. I have a money problem anymore. You know, I'm actually going to take action and say, what's it going to take to create more money, you know, et cetera. Manifestation is one of those interesting topics because. I think it's been misidentified a lot as well, because the actual definition of manifestation, if you look up a dictionary before 1937, is how something shows up. So people ask to manifest, but that's actually that it showed up. Whereas what I would suggest is, what do you want to request today? Like, what if what's your ask? What are you actually truly asking for with your business, you know, money flows, life, relationships, whatever it is. And then, like I said, Asking, like, what action can I take that would have this show up? You know, you get people who wake up in the morning and go, "Oh, I wish I had a million dollars in the, in the bank account." <laughs> and, then, and then the others who actually wake up and go, "Okay, what action am I going to take that will allow that million dollars to show up in my bank account?" Much more feasible. <laughs> yeah, 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 you got to actually, you know, you got to get out and do something. Like a friend of mine once said, which I thought was a really, I thought it was a humorous analogy. Is if you're going to be a prostitute, you can't sit inside and just talk about it. You've got to go, you know, put a red light outside, (laughs) go stand on the corner with a short skirt on. I'm like, you're correct. It's like, what action are you going to take to get clients, get business? You know.
0: So, what would your advice be then for any business owners that might be struggling a little bit at the
1: moment with their day to day? See who you can meet up with and extrapolate with, because. I think when we tend to try and work it all out on our own, we get in our own heads and it's a really limited space in there. Like yesterday, I sat with a friend for an hour and a half and we were talking about a new business idea that she has. <laughs> and by the time she left my house, she was just like, Oh my gosh, this is amazing. Cause there was, there are, there are so many ideas. There's not a finite amount of possibilities, but people choose finite. So I would say if you have anyone around you that is even slightly successful. It's like, I ask them, Hey, can I buy you a drink? Like, let's go have lunch. Can I, can I chat to you about, you know, how you created your success? And do you have any ideas you could offer here? I think really now more than ever is the time that we need to start contributing to each other on what we're creating. So open it up to more people than just you. You don't have to control everything. I know that's breaking news for the control freaks. And trust me, I'm a control freak of magnitude. So, but what if you actually allowed other people to contribute?
0: How do you retrain your brain then to stop giving yourself these limitations?
1: It does take practice, and I'm going to say if you can check out Access Consciousness, do it. Um, My book, Joy of Business, writes all about that. I mean, the tagline I have on it is is called "What if business is the adventure of living?" and it's got a whole lot of tools and ways that you can look at things in a different way. Like one of the main common things I see that people's business expands and then they start to freak out or get concerned about hiring more staff. Like it's the simplest of thing. But if we could work everything out with our logical mind, we'd have everything we ever desired. It's these insane points of view that lock us up. And so people go, well, I don't want to get bigger because then this, 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 rather than go, okay, what if this was an adventure? I mean, business is not like a given. It's not like, hey, you're going to be successful. I have lost a lot of money in different things and I've made a lot of money in different things. And to me, it's not how that shows up. It's like you may, you know, jump over a hurdle and stumble and fall. That's okay. My question is, what are you going to do the next day? Are you going to, you know, not choose anything greater based on, you know, you stuffed up or... Are you going to go, wow, okay, (laughs) laugh at myself. I learned a lot from that. Now let's move on. What else is possible? Like really moving forward every single day, more steps forward, more steps forward. So incremental change is a big part of it? Yeah, incremental change, definitely. If you're anything like me, I sort of tend to leap off the cliff and go, (laughs) do I have wings? (laughs) (laughs) Please fly. (laughs) (laughs) Forgot to do that part. (laughs)
0: <laughs> so just keep moving that's kind of a, a, an essential
1: yeah and look I think there's um like everyone has something different like I'm really like I said I live in Bridgem Beach so I've got the beach across the road and I, I find a lot of uh comfort and I want to say solace in nature like I will if I'm uh, you know anywhere sort of near stress or anything like that I will take myself for a walk on the beach or go for a swim and usually I've come up with my best ideas then like don't think you've got to put, it's not about all these hours that you have to put in. It's what if you could relax with your business as well? Because when you actually be relaxation, it takes takes time out of the equation and usually takes judgment out of the equation. And we think that judging ourselves into something is going to work, but it doesn't. It's never worked. I mean, if you judge your body, it's like, does your body get better or does it you know, create the same as, as everything else? Or if you judge your bank account, that, you know, the lack of money, does it gain more money in there or does it, you know, create less money? So if you came out of judgment and find whatever that is for you, like I said, I really like hiking or nature, Um, like what's nurturing for you that you could give yourself that sense of peace and relaxation so that you do, I want to say, open yourself up for the possibilities so you, you have a bigger reality, not just a limited reality that everybody else is functioning from. Like are you the same? You don't fit. Everyone always tries to fit, but you don't fit. You've never fitted. So, what if you start being you? And if you start being you, then we're going to create a really different world. That's
0: actually uh, a great piece of wisdom. <laughs> I'm not sure how many people will find it easy to adopt, though.
1: <laughs> I know. I mean, it, it's like it takes practice and I have spent, you know, the good part of my life judging so many different things that I have not done or that I have done or I didn't do as supposedly, you know, the way it should have been done. And what I've noticed as I've gotten older that it doesn't work. And the more I, you know, I've stopped judging, it's like then you have this joy in your world and with that it's like literally more possibilities show up if you look at an example, if you went to a party and you walked in and someone was like, "Well, you know what? you know, thanks for coming to the party. there's no music, there's no food, there's you know there's no alcohol, there's no drinks, and I'm really cranky, and I'm probably going to yell at you and that's what you <laughs> do with money and business all the time, you know, or you could say, "Hey, you want to come in, great music, you know, you know be what you want to be it's like there's cocktails, there's drinks, there's everything, and there's this sense of happy and joy, it creates something greater I mean. Science will tell you quantum entanglements. It's like that's engaging in the quantum entanglements creates greater. But if everyone's stressed and fearful, that's going to create as well. So that's where I get it's our choice. What would you like to create today? Do you want that joy and that happy and that relaxation and that ease and that peace? Or do you want the, the fear and the lack and the, oh my goodness, I've got to protect myself or you know, all of that. It's like, it's two different worlds. So which world do you want to live in? I know which world I want to live in. Yeah, why do you think
0: uh, some people choose pessimism rather than optimism?
1: Uh, I hate to say it, but I think it's maybe, it's almost like they think it's the easiest choice and they think it's the right choice.
0: Mm. Is it?
1: No, but that's what, you know, as a classic example, look at the next time you're around people, whether it's, I mean, Christmas is a great example coming up and you're around family or friends. And if everyone's complaining, listen to when people start complaining about money, people love to complain about money. And I don't care if they've got $10 in their bank account or 10 million, it's, it's the same. And then when they complain about money and then the next person goes, Oh yeah, you're right. Like, you know, I mean, up here in Queensland, it's, it's off the charts where real estate is going at the moment, you know, so everyone has a point of view about that. And they all jump on that bandwagon, be the one person who's different at this party, at your Christmas gathering, and say, you know what? I'm doing great with money. And I don't care how much money you have or you don't have. It's like, I'm doing great with money. It's like, everything's awesome. It's great. I'm having so much fun. And watch how uncomfortable everybody starts to get. Yeah. Because you've just like totally freaked them out because they're like, what? She doesn't have a problem with money. <laughs> it's like, no, I don't. And it's like, so it, it's a, you do create a, like a different world for you. And the whole of society I mean we tend to duplicate and copy what's going on so what if now is the time that we stopped copying and duplicating and like I said before like we're all different if you wake up in the morning and it's like what's it like to be you you know who are you today and what grand and glorious adventures can you have like what's up for you today and your business like that's how I always look at business as well
0: thank you Simone that's just been a really inspiring chat and what are you getting up to today after you leave me <laughs> i'm actually going
1: to the physio <laughs> ah. <laughs> <laughs> so i'm going to the physio and then and then i have a bunch of stuff on because we've got a we've got a huge big class at the moment that is uh all around the world. So I tend to work really odd hours because first thing in the morning, Europe is still awake. America's is yeah. awake. So, busy, busy. Yeah. <laughs> but busy
0: in a good way, not just busy for the sake of busyness, which I think is another thing we could talk about, but no time. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Thank you. It was lovely
1: talking to you. Thank you so much, Seth.